going to stay in this light right here. Matthew 12 and 33, um, it reads, it says, Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and its fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by his what? Fruit. O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Now, Scripture states that a tree is known by its fruit. But the fruit of a tree is dependent upon the root of a tree. So in other words, if the root is no good, then the fruit is no good. And what we have is we have a generation where everybody is trying to put all this attention on the fruit. But there is no attention placed on the root. Not understanding that you got the fruit. You got it because of the what? Root. Now, you know, to, to bring it in context, what I'm saying is everybody is so concerned about the outward appearance, you got it, of their lives and of people, but nobody is really giving any attention to the inward life, the life that will produce the outward life. So what you do not see produces what you see, all right? So it's not... See, when you, when, you have an, um, when you have an issue with somebody or something, it's not what they're doing outwardly that's really the problem. The problem is what's going on inwardly because that is what's producing what you're seeing outwardly. Now, words are seeds. They, if allowed, will produce a root that will eventually produce a fruit. So the enemy is looking for an opportunity to sow a seed into your life because he knows life for you and me are, is lived from the inside out. So, so the enemy, and with the enemy, what he wants to do is he wants to sow this word seed or, or, or words into your life. And what he's trying to do, if he can get the seed in the ground or if he can get it in you, it's going to produce something in your life. This is why you got to be careful about what you hear, <clears throat> who you listen to, and what you see. Because he only needs to sow the seed. Somebody say, sow the seed. Now, what kind of seed does he sow? Whatever kind it takes to get your mouth to agree with whatever will advance his kingdom and hinder you from receiving what's in the kingdom of God. So that's what he wants. He wants, he, wants to, he wants to bring words and let you see things in your life that's going to get your mouth to speak contrary to what the Word of God says about your life. Because if he can get it in your heart and get you to believe it, and then to get you to what? Speak it. You're going to have what you say. All right? So now if you will, go to, go to, go to um, uh, 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. Let's see, can't we cover a little ground today? All right? 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. Uh, when you got it, say got it. It says, uh, let me read verse 3. Uh, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. In whom, watch this, the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So my question is, is how did he blind them? You got it? Because the Bible says if they don't believe, it's because, watch this, Satan blinded them. All right? So if somebody, if, if, if somebody doesn't believe, it's because Satan has what? Blinded them from believing the gospel. Now, there had to, here's my take on it, there had to have been some seed sown that grew some trees 
that prevented them from seeing the truth. All right? See, see the key is, is that the enemy, he needs a tree to grow up in your life that can prevent you from seeing the truth. So in order to, for the tree to grow, there must first be a seed what? Sown or seed planted. Have you ever heard the expression that you can't see the forest for the trees? All right? So this is what the enemy does. Is he sowed these seeds of error in your life, so now you got all these trees of error. So now because you have all of these trees of error, you can't see the truth, even though the truth is standing right in front of you. All right? And we're going to see this. We're going to see this played out in Scripture. You got it? And this is what is happening in the life of so many believers. So even though they may be an arm licks away from their breakthrough or the truth, they can't see it. Now go, go to Matthew. Let's see what God has to say about this. So what has to happen is now, you got it, because so many believers, let's talk about believers, you got it, so many, so many trees of error in their life. Now in order for God to get them the truth, one of the first things he got to do is uproot the erroneous trees. Don't, 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 listen, all that, that thought pattern that you have that is based on error. Because what people don't understand, listen, we were, we were fashioned or created by this world, with this world system. You got, because before you got saved, you was in the world. All right? So, so whether you know it or not, you were trained by this world. Then you come to Christ, you come to church, and you start learning the Bible, and you get into a new kingdom. And now what happens is you have all of this new information and this new knowledge that doesn't fit well with how you've been trained. You got, so now you got this conflict going on. And the Bible says in Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now that word conform basically means that you're shaping and you're molded into the world's image. It's kind of like, I don't know, when I was little, my mama used to make jello, and they would put jello in these funny looking bowls. They got all these ridges and stuff. And then, and then once the jello freezes or whatever it does, and you pour it out, it's in the image or the or shaping or it's molded like the what? Bowl. This is, what, this is what goes on in the life of the believer. Because before the believer got saved, he was molded or he was shaped by the what? World. So now what has to happen is he has to get the word, watch this, so that the word can uproot all this error. You got it? So that now they can be available to the what? Truth. All right? And, and see, this is what is going on. And people don't understand. Well, I know I'm saved, but why I still can't live right? Because your mind hadn't been renewed. Because you've been shaping, you continue, you continue to have these struggles, struggles because your mind hadn't been renewed. I told them in the prayer breakfast yesterday, uh, when we, we, it was me and I told them, I said, you know, um, you have to understand that as long as you're in this flesh, um, 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 things that are contrary to God feel good to you. <laughs> okay, yeah, y'all come on, okay, no, no, no. no, no. Yeah, let's just take some examples. Um, um, you know it ain't right to cuss somebody out. Once you say, you know, you ain't anybody got to tell you. You don't need to be cussing nobody out. You say, right? Uh, but, you know, somebody out there rub you the wrong way. Come on. And you just go and cut loose and cuss them out. And watch this, and it felt good. Come on, no, 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 now you know afterwards, you know you feel, come on, come on, you know after you know you felt bad, but for the moment, you know, when you unloaded on them just for those, I mean, whether it was five seconds, ten seconds, or five minutes, for that moment in time, it felt good. Why? Because you got to understand that you're in this flesh, and the Bible says that in your flesh dwelleth no good thing. So there's a part of you that is pleased when you disobey God. All right? and, and, people, and people don't understand this. They say, well, why does this feel so good to me? Because your flesh loves it because it's contrary to the will of God. And, and, and the thing is, is that as long as you're in this body, come on, you're going to have to deal with it. You got it? 
So, so that's the problem with Paul. I think with Paul, I think Paul said, he said that you enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, which means the problem with doing wrong is that doing wrong feels good. You know, when you're sneaking and doing something, it's excitement about it. But then when you can do it and it's legal, there ain't no excitement no more. Come on, try. Come on, it ain't, ain't, ain't no excitement no more. Yeah, you can do it, it's legal, it ain't no excitement no more. But as long as don't nobody know, you know, you... All right? All right, praise the Lord. What, what, what verse I say? Matthew 15. So now, what, what God has to do, and he does it with his word, is now what he has to do is he got to uproot what the world and Satan planted in you that was not planted by him. And somebody, now how many of y'all have ever been out in your yard because, you know, it's getting ready, you know, weather getting ready to break and everybody going to be in the yard. And you, you'll go over there and you'll have like a little bush or something growing up and you'll reach down and you just go yank that bush up. And you're like, man, what in the world? What in the world? See, so what you have to understand that some of the stuff that the enemy and the world has planted in you, watch this, it don't want to come out. Okay, I, I got, I'm talking to all, I, I must be in the wrong church. No, I, I mean, man, and listen, listen, it doesn't want to come out. You got, so you thought you were just going to reach down there and pull it out. But no, you had to go get a truck and a chain. Come on, you had to get some with some power. You got it to pull it out. And see, and what I'm trying to tell you is that the power that you need to pull that mess out of your life is in the what? Word. You got it? No word, no power. You got it? But that stuff, don't, listen, it don't, it don't want to go easy. You got it? Now watch it, watch it. Matthew um, 15. Matthew, Matthew 15, verse, verse 12. Uh, let me get there. Matthew 15. Uh, yeah, verse 12. It says, then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? So basically Jesus said something to them and they got offended by what he said. And I'm going to talk about that in a few minutes. I'm going to leave that alone for right now. Verse, verse 13 it says, But he answered and said, watch this, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be what? Rooted up. So he, tell, he says, Now everything... That my father has not planted that's in you going to be rooted up. You got it? That he, he going he gonna to snatch it out. And the tool that he's going to use to root it out is his word. So if you're not getting no, come on, if you ain't getting no word, you don't have nothing to root out the error that you gain along the way. Because before you knew truth, you believed a lie. Well, how you say that, Pastor? Because you believe the first thing that is, that, is, that is taught to you, whether it be truth or lie. All right? Watch this. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Okay? Uh, example, uh, I, I think I've used this before in, 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 um, in, in, in church with my sister. But, but I ain't going to use a nickname. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll use me. But I use it paper because I don't want to put a nickname all out there. <laughs> She'll be mad at me when she come back to church. But say, for example, so let's do by example. Say um, <clears throat> uh, when I went to school, how many of y'all had nicknames? Raise your hand. All right. Okay. So most of the time you growing up, they gave you a nickname. All right. And as far as you can remember, you always went by that. All right. So like my nickname was Amp. So I thought, you know, my name, say I thought my name was Amp because everybody in my sphere of influence called me Amp. All right. So then you go to school, you get school age and then the teacher's calling the roll and she called Anthony. <laughs> well, you looking around. Cause ain't nobody saying that. Well, where Anthony at? But she calling your name. But the problem is, is you don't know that's your real name. Because somebody been calling you something else. 
and what they've been calling you is a lie because it's really not your, your name. But you believe that that's your name because that's what you heard first. That's all you know. And you listen, and you, and, and listen, and you believe those that told you that. Now, we'll get to that a little bit later. You're, you got it? So, 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 so that's the thing. So if somebody, if somebody doesn't come along and give you truth, then you will live your whole life believing, watch this, a lie, and not even know it's a lie. And this is what goes on when you get saved. You got it? Before you got saved, you thought, you know, I mean, this is how it's supposed to be. But then God comes along with the what? Truth. You got it? But you would have never known truth if truth wasn't given to you. All right? Did y'all, y'all, did, did y'all understand that? Okay, so, so, so it became, something will become truth to you if that's the only thing you ever heard, even though what you heard has been a lie. Now, the Bible states that uh, they were offended by what Jesus said. In other words, his words offended them. So now, let's set this up. So the people that were in error, you got it, that didn't know they was in error, when they heard the truth, their first reaction was to be what? Offended. No, some of y'all, we're going to get somewhere today. No, that's the, that's the first reaction when truth, got it, confronts error. So the very thing they needed to receive in order for the rooting out process to begin, they rejected his words. All right? Because he was giving them the word so that it can remove the tree. But they wouldn't receive the word, so what they needed to, to, for the tree to be uprooted they couldn't have because they wouldn't what? Receive. Have y'all, 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 you, y'all think it's strange when you, the first thing you go try to give somebody a truth that's in error, they get mad at you? Oh, y'all ain't never experienced that. Come on, yeah, 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 y'all got kids? You got it? And they won't come home and tell you what their friend said? And then you try to tell them, no, this is what I say, the truth. And now they mad at you? That's what I'm talking about. So when you so when you give somebody truth that has a lot of what error, the first thing they're gonna do is they're gonna get offended. So this is what you don't do is you don't trip out when they get offended. Watch this. Let me say that it's a natural response. Okay, praise the Lord. Now, Jesus knew what he was saying. And who he was saying it to. And what would be the effect of what he said. Watch this. But yet he still said it. No, no, he still said it. Now, come on. One of the characteristics of Jesus is that he was all knowing. Because he's God. Come on, Jesus knew. All right, he knew. He got, come on, he knew. He knew what was going to happen. You know, he told us about how he knew I'm getting ready to die. He already knew. He knew what was going on. He knew what was going on. He knew what was going to happen. You got it. So he knew how they was going to respond to him. But watch this, he still said it. Okay, this is, a, this is a lesson for us. No, this is a lesson. Just because somebody may get upset with you because you tell them the truth, that does not mean you shouldn't tell them. Oh, okay, praise the Lord. Now, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I know that you're friend, and I know, I, know you want, I, know, I know you want everybody to like you. No, 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 well, you know, some of y'all don't, you know, I know some of y'all, you know, but, but, but most of us, we want folk to like us. I know, you know, and, 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 you know, and sometimes when you got to tell somebody the truth, you got it, they ain't going to like the what? Truth. But what we got to do is Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith, so we should pattern our life after him. So just because they're going to get mad, just because they're going to get upset, just because they're going to get offended does not mean we shouldn't tell them. Glory to God. Boy, I'm preaching better than y'all saying amen this morning. Now, 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 because truth must be first owned, then duty done. And if any be offended, 
It is his own fault. It is a offense not given, but taken. All right? No, 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 no. I didn't give. See, here's the problem. See, no, I, I didn't give you an offense. No, you took offense. You got it. I told you the truth. Now, I, now I, ain't talking about, I ain't talking about you telling me your opinion. Tell what folk won't give you. I ain't studying your opinion. You got it. But when somebody tells you truth, you got it. The first response is for people that's in error is to get what? Offended. Now, because everybody is getting offended, that person want to back off of telling the truth. But dang it, this is what happens. But listen, you can't do that. You got it? Because that is not what Jesus did. Now, we, now I, told you, I, told, I told you last week or the week before, is that we always tell the truth in what? Love. So I'm not telling you the truth to hurt you. I'm telling you the truth to help you get that error out of your life. And this is what is going on in the church. You got it? Everybody's scared to tell the truth. Because you know why? We want everybody, want everybody, see, let me talk about me. I remember when I first, when I first got to sit over here, one of the things that, you know, I wanted people to do is I wanted people to enjoy church. Because I felt like folk didn't enjoy church. That's why folk wasn't going to church. Because they didn't enjoy. So I wanted to enjoy. I want people to enjoy church. You got it? But now I start to see, you got it, when you give folk truth. <laughs> well, they're not enjoying church. So they stop coming to church. <laughs> but what the, what the Lord had to tell me, he said, listen, see, isn't the problem is not with you. You're, you're not giving an offense. They're taking an offense because of the error they have. So now, listen, this, this, this is what you got to do. Is you got to make up your mind or you got to make a decision. Either, watch this, you're going to please folk. Not that this is a choice. All it's going to have to make. Either you're going to please people or you're going to please God. Now, the wise thing to do is to please God, because eternity is longer than the natural. You got it? And if I want anybody on my side, come on, come on, praise the Lord, I want God on my side, which means, watch this, some folk may not be on my side if I operate in truth because they're going to get offended. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, so, now, let's get the root of what's really going on. Because Jesus was telling them that all their corrupt opinions and superstitious practices were not planted by God. This is what he was really dealing with when he was talking to those in that context where he said, everything that's planted, my father going to root it out. You know, he was talking about their little superstitious practices and their, and their opinions and all this. Now, the question is, how did it get there? How all this superstition and, 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 and this, this non-biblical opinion that they had about things, how did it get there? Because in order for it to get there, watch this, something must have been planted. All right, let's find it. Let's find this scripture. Go to, go to Matthew, Matthew 13. Matthew 13. We're cruising on alone today. Y'all might get some change today. Now, unless we hit a road bump, y'all start acting like a slow class. I'm going to start digging again. <laughs> y'all look like y'all just flowing right along this morning. So y'all flow, I can flow. We can be out here in 45. Flow on. Somebody, somebody go, so somebody, somebody, somebody going to act like they don't, act like they ain't getting in a few minutes, though. <laughs> somebody going to somebody go start looking at them. <laughs> Matthew 13, Matthew 13. Matthew 13, uh, let's see, 24. Matthew 13, 24. All right, let's see. Y'all got it? 13, 24 says, Another parable uh, put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man 
which sowed good seed in his what? Field. Now, you already told you. Now, anytime you see a parable, he talking about the kingdom of heaven is like. He's telling you how the kingdom of God work, uh, operates. How the kingdom operates. All right? Verse 25. But while men slept, his what? Okay, okay. His enemy came in and sold tares among the what? Wheat and went his way. Okay, okay. Okay. Now, so now what this mean? Now, what this what do we say? He said, now hold up. He said, now, now, why he why this man slept? You say slept, or you say, why he wasn't paying attention? Watch this. His enemy. Which means, now, enemy simply means it's somebody who means you no good. All right? Came in and sold tares amongst the good wheat that he sold. All right? So, so, so now, that word tare um, simply means troublesome weed. That, that's what it means. it means. It means troublesome weed. Now, so even though, now in the context of what we're talking about, so even though you are getting the truth, you are troubled because there are some tares that have been sown somewhere in your life that is causing you trouble. Okay, 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 okay. Now y'all know we're in church. All right? So, so this, this, what, this what happens. All right? So I stand up here and I give you a truth, a, a, a simple truth, okay? A biblical truth, a kingdom truth. All right? Let's pick one. Giving. I give you the truth on giving. But now you hear the truth, but for some reason the truth troubles you. No, 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 it bothers you. You know, you know what the truth says. You know what the word says. You know you're supposed to what? Give. But some some reason, for some reason, giving troubles you. Now, so, so based on this, why does giving trouble you? Because somehow, some way, somebody done crept in and sold some tares. They, listen, they done lied to you and gave you some kind of information that wasn't true. And now, watch this, it is troubling you when you get the truth. Are y'all getting this? See, because people don't understand why when they hear the truth, it bothers you. The truth bothers you because of the error or the tares that has been sown into your life all along the way. Because some of y'all lived out there in the world just like me a very long time before you got saved. And now you come to church and now somebody trying to tell you how to live your life. Now, and listen, and that, and listen that, that it troubles you. It bothers you. How I dare them try to tell me how to live my life. Well, they ain't trying to tell you how to live your life. They telling you what God said about your life. But it troubles you. You're troubled. You're troubled. And you don't know why. So, Pastor, what's the remedy? The word. The very thing that you're rejecting, the word, is the very thing that's needed to get that error out of you. But what you'll do is you'll turn it off. You don't want to hear it. Well, I ain't going to go to church today. You got it? I ain't going to, listen, I ain't going to talk to pastor today. I ain't going to talk to whoever that person is in your life that's always giving you the word. You know, you having one of your days and then they number show up. Oh, no, come on. Come on, y'all. Come on, come on. Come on, Doc. You know, I don't think they're going to be talking about Jesus. You don't want to hear nothing about Jesus today because you in your feelings. You got, so you see they call, the call you normally answer. Now you see it this day and you don't what? You don't answer. Why? Because the truth going to trouble you. Now, 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 see what we got to talk about? We got to talk about why is it troubling you? It's troubling you because you got too many tears. Hunt your neighbor and say, please don't sleep today. Because you, you got to know what the problem is. The, the problem is because you got too many what? Tears. If you didn't have so many tears, the truth wouldn't trouble. 
But the truth troubles because you got so many tires. Or I can say it like this, because you got too much error. You got it? And you love your error. Why? Why do you love your error? Because your error has become your truth. All right? So now what we got to do is we got to get the tires out. And see, this is what I call, I'm going to start calling New Life, the Tire Removal Church. <laughs> we said, no, I tell, no, no, you got to know your calling. And see, and then you got to rest in your calling. See, now, now everybody had, see, my, my, my major calling ain't to catch fish. My calling is to clean them. You got it? But while I'm cleaning, I catch. You know what I'm saying? But so, 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 but the fish ain't no good unless it's clean. Who gonna eat some fish that ain't clean? You ain't gutted it. You ain't took nothing. I remember one time, Mom, you better time we, we call ourselves gonna fry some fish. No, I was a little boy. I probably won't, I probably won't nine, ten years old. And my sister wanted to barber, I think she about 14, and mama had some fish out, and she was working at the sewing plant. So we said we're gonna we're gonna fry some fish for mama so she ain't got to cook when she get home. So we took the fish, we knew we had to mill it. So we took the fish head on, not clean, not gutted, put some meal in it, and dropped it in some grease. Now how, now, now how many, how many of y'all believe somebody ate that fish? Not one person. Because that fish wasn't good for nothing because it wasn't what? Clean. Oh. Maybe, just maybe, that's why, and I ain't say this, I'm just using an analogy. Maybe that's why you might be good for nothing. Because you ain't been Now, now, just look straight ahead now, because don't nobody know you ain't been clean with you, you know. <laughs> Come on. So you got to have somebody. Somebody got to have the messenger. Come on, a cleaning the fit. See, and don't, how many people want to volunteer? We, listen, wait, Demaria, at least in the minute. We had these cookouts. We can't get no volunteer for nobody to clean no chicken. No, yeah, I know. I'm talking to the crowd. But everybody ready to put their mouth around it when it come off the grill. Oh, this some good chicken. Well, where were you when we were doing the dirty work of cleaning it? See, and that, that, no, they, they get real. Everybody really talk. Why can't nobody get like this so I talk about money? And get out. Hey, come on, teach. <laughs> you got but 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 don't don't nobody want to volunteer for the cleaning. Why? Because cleaning is nasty work, dirty work. When you start scaling the fish, and then you got to gut the fish, and then you got to fillet the fish, and you got to do all that kind of thing. You get you get listen, you get all in the messiness. And this is why folk don't like the disciple of a folk. Because in order to disciple somebody, you got to get in their mess. Okay, praise the Lord. All right, hallelujah. And this is why you just, let, you just stand by and you just let folk go to hell who you know need Jesus. I ain't got time to be talking to them. I ain't, I ain't got time to be saying this. I ain't got time. To be, no, no, you need to take time. Come on, be a fish cleaner. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now, 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 now. So, somebody say troublesome weed. Now, either the enemy has you blinded to this truth, or you have some tares remaining that are hindering you from obeying this truth. You got it? Hunt your neighbor say, get the tares out, get the tares out. Now, 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 now. <clears throat> and we understand that the only thing that's going to get the tares out is the word of God. Now, go back to Matthew 15. Let's look at something else. We almost, we almost done, y'all. About I told y'all, y'all, act, y'all, y'all acting very smart today. <laughs> 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 
15, 13. Come on, Matthew 15, 13. Come on, watch it down. And it says, watch this. But he answered and said, every plant which my heavenly father hath not planted shall be rooted what? Up. Watch this. Let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the, come on, come on, both shall fall into what? This. Now, now I need you to catch this because Jesus says, watch this. No, 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 I want you to hear this. Jesus says, if somebody gets offended because you told them the truth, leave them alone. Now, he ain't say go chase them down. No, he said, no, if you get, no, they got offended because you told them the truth. Why didn't we see Jesus go trying to run them down? Hey, I ain't mean that like that. Come on, let me, let me explain it another way. No, Jesus said, leave them what? He said, leave them alone. And he says, the blind that lead the what? Blind, they all going to wind up in the what? So I have no obligation of trying to convince somebody who don't want to receive the truth. Okay, I'm going to try to free some of y'all up. I don't have an obligation to somebody after I have given them the truth. Listen, my, my duty has been fulfilled. You got, I have no obligation to run behind somebody who didn't want to receive the truth. And see, and this is what happened. You know, we're, we're right here chasing folk who don't want to receive the truth. In order for you to get the truth, you're going to have to want to what? Receive it. If, if you don't want to receive it, I can't force it down your throat. You got it? So I don't, I don't, have, that, I don't have that obligation. Now, two bad qualities that often meet. Pride and ignorance. Pride and ignorance. And both render a man incurable or folly. When you meet a prideful person or an ignorant person, you watch this, they both lead a man to what? Folly. You know what pride? They think they know everything. And you know what ignorance is? They don't know nothing. Yeah, y'all, you know, man, both, of, but y'all know, both, of, both of them, they like this. They like, they like the both, two different ends of the same stick. So most, no, I'm serious. When you find an ignorant person, you find a what? Prideful person. When you find a prideful person, you find a what? An ignorant person. It's the same stick. It's just got two different ends. And both of them, watch this, both of them leave a man incurable of his folly. So as long as they remain prideful or ignorant, watch this, there's going to always be folly in their life. Go to Isaiah. I think that's where I want to go. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, that's where I want to go. Isaiah 9. Isaiah 9 and verse uh, 16. Now, even, now let me make a statement while I parallel this. So I, I'm going to be ready to flow into something real quick. Even when somebody tells me the truth, that truth must be examined. <laughs> now, and, and this is why so many people are in so much error, because they don't examine the so-called truth. Just, just take what somebody said as truth, and the person that said it was truth was actually lying. So now you've taken their lie for truth, and now you got all this folly, because you were too lazy to go and examine it. Okay, praise the Lord. So you want to keep something hidden from folk? Put it in a book. Joker don't want to read nothing. Every time I start reading, I go to sleep. Whoop they do. I ain't got somebody every time. I just start reading the Bible. I just go to sleep. Now I wonder who causing that. When you sitting up there watching all that crazy mess on TV, you don't get sleepy. When you eating all that fattening food, 
you don't get sleeping? Why, when it comes to the things of God, now you get sleeping? I wonder who's causing that. So now what I got to do? Resist it. Come on, Isaiah 9. No, I say 9. What did I see y'all, y'all give y'all verse? Let me make sure that's the right verse. Oh, yeah, 9 and 16. It says, for the leaders of this people cause them to error, and they that are led of them are the what? Now, I want to put this out. I want to put this out. I want to put this out. See, cause just because somebody called themselves a leader don't mean they're a leader. I mean, that, you know, I mean, you know, you want to go tell you tell me what somebody, some televangelist said. They just said they just got a television show. That don't mean they what they saying truth. So no matter, no, no, listen, I, I'm te- listen. Even when I was coaching ball, I used to tell my players, if you don't believe what I say, go look it up for yourself. Now, go look it up. You go, you go check this out. You got it. So, so now, if I took somebody lie for the truth and find myself in the ditch. It ain't the person's fault who told me to lie. It's my fault for not researching the what? Come on, y'all. Come on, come on. See, see, but that seems like that, that, that seems like, well, that's just too much. Why come I just can't take them at their word? Because you know why? Folk have been known to lie. This is why I tell folk, how you come to church and ain't got no Bible? At least a pen and a paper so you can write down some scriptures or something. Because if not, what you're going to do is you just subject to what I say is what? Truth. And, now, and what if I told you a lie? Maybe, maybe I, didn't mean, I, didn't, I didn't mean to tell it. But it was the truth according to AJ. Oh, okay, see y'all look at me straight. How many of y'all have ever been in an argument? Raise your hand. Okay, now put your hand down. Why did you argue with the person you were arguing with? Because you thought you were right. So that's the truth according to you. Because the other person didn't think it was true. That's why you arguing. You got so so there is that can be a truth according to you that really ain't truth. So now what we got to do is we got to validate and verify what's really truth. Now, my, my Bible tells me that truth is the what? Word. John 17, 17 says, sanctify them through thy, sanctify, through thy truth. Y'all, y'all got me misquoted. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is what? Truth. So when I'm looking for truth, I only need to go to the what? Word. So if anybody is giving me anything that is inconsistent with the word, it cannot be what? Truth. But it's my job. It ain't the pastor's job. It ain't this person's job and that person's job. It's my job to make sure that I'm walking in the what? Truth. Now, what I do is I do your research for you. So now the only thing you got to do is go validate what I told you. But it should be what? Validated. Because if it's not validated, how you going to trust it? Okay, watch this. Go, go, go to, uh, I'm almost done, almost done, almost done, almost done. Uh, uh, go to Acts 17. Acts 17. Because what we're going to see in a few minutes, this is what happened, what we were talking about last week. With the children of Israel. God told them it's your land. You got this. Somebody come back and told them we can't take it. So they, 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 listen. They took what man said above what God said. And it cost them their life. What did I say? Acts 17. Acts 17 verse 11. And, and what... You got to understand why I'm doing this, y'all, because, listen, the devil going to bring some lies in your life that's going to have to be combated with the truth. 
If not, you're going to believe his lie. If you, if you don't have any truth to combat a lie, you're going to believe it. All right. Acts 17. Acts 17. Uh, verse 10. And it says, And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. Now, it's talking about these Christians in Berea. All right? Verse 11. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, or Thessalonica, whatever. Y'all laugh. Thessalonica, okay, whatever. Thessa. Okay, let me stop, let me stop. Okay, I'm going to stop. Truth. They all said truth. Well, you know, I told y'all I'm about one step away. Give me somebody up here. Look at me standing right here. What's that word? <laughs> I mean, so I give y'all the truth. <laughs> All right. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica. <laughs> that word right there. In that they received the word with all readiness of what? Mind. And search the scriptures daily whether those things were so what things? What they were telling them. You got it? So they took it on themselves to go research the scriptures once a week. Oh, 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 no, it didn't. Come on, it didn't say I'm supposed to get in my Bible daily, did it? But you eat every day. You bathe, hopefully. You do all these things in the natural every day. So why when it comes to the spiritual thing, we can do it once a week? See, now I'm, I'm trying to show you why you got so many terrors. See, you got to get in this thing daily. You got it? And the Bible says they were more noble than any of the what? Rest. Because they got in the scriptures what? Daily. All right? Go to Numbers 14. Almost done. Numbers 14. We're in the short rows now, boy. At the end of that back row. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. You, you down there cropping that back and you looking down. My, my father, we got you. Turn this thing around here back to the house. Yeah, yeah. Number 13. No, 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 no. I want to go. I want to go fourteen. Number fourteen. Now, so if you're not careful, what the devil would do is he'll let you hear something that's not truth, and because you hear it and believe it, it triggers an action. Got it? It triggers an action. See, because. If I told you something you didn't believe, you got it, it wouldn't trigger no action. You just saying that joke a lie, you know, you know, it won't trigger no action. But if I tell you something that you believe, it's gonna trigger what? An action. Like if I told you this building's on fire and you believed it, then it'll trigger what? An action. You'll leave, you'll leave the what? Build it. But if you didn't believe it, watch this, it wouldn't trigger what? An action. So this is what you got. Now this is very doc. If you don't hear nothing else I say today, I want you to I want you to understand this. You, got, you need to hear this because people try to say they don't believe something that they do really believe. And the only thing I got to do is to see or to look at your action. Got it? So, you know, what I got to understand is I got to know truth. So when I hear a lie, I don't react. No, 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 I got no, I gotta know. I gotta know that was a what? Lie. I don't I don't care. I don't care what they show me. I don't care what the report said. I don't care what that that was a what? Lie. Why? Because it was contrary to what God said. Now, 
if a lie pulls a response out of you, that means you believed it. No, you know, I'm telling you, see, this is why we're talking about we, we're really breaking faith down because this is the way people missing it. You got it? Now, watch this. Watch this, num- Numbers 14. Now, y'all supposed to read all Numbers 13. Y'all know, the Lord, listen, God told them that when they land. He sent some spies out, told them to look at what I'm giving you. Ten of them came out with a bad report. Two of them came back. We're well able to take, to take the land. You got it? But what they did is they believed the ten. All right? Now, watch what happens in Numbers 14. Verse 1, it says... And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. Ho, 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 ho. Now, why were the people crying and weeping? Because they believed that report. So, now, what? No, I, no, I, want, I want you to hear this. The moment you start crying and weeping because you hear a report, that means you believe it. I don't care how contrary it is to the truth. The devil can bring you, I'm going to show you in a minute, he can bring you a lie. He can bring you all the facts. But what what you got to do is I got to choose, watch this, not to believe a fact because I got truth. And what is truth? See that? Y'all were doing good. I told somebody going to hit a speed bump. I going to hit a slow bump. I told you somebody going to hit a slow bump. You got no what what is truth? Ain't nobody still ain't saying it. Why come in class? You know when we was in school, we couldn't stop you from talking. I was that person. Now you give a person a license to talk. Used to fight to sit in the front. No, but you gotta understand. Let's get back to my lesson so I can give y'all your change today. But you, you understand, they cried because they believed a lie. Because what was said is contrary to what God said. So your response that showed up, showed up because you really believed it. Whether you say you believed it or not. And see, that's what the devil wants to do. He'll bring you a fact that is contrary to the what? Truth. Watch this. And then watch your reaction. And then when you show him the action that's in line with what he said instead of what God said, then you're going to have what you say. And that's what happened to them. So it 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 doesn't make a difference what report came back. You got it? But you, you, you mad and you upset because you believed it. Because if I didn't believe it, I wouldn't be crying. Now, watch this. And what happens when people believe certain things? Keep on reading. One thing, they start murmuring. You get around folk that's always complaining and murmuring. They don't believe a lie. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Go to Romans 10. Now, so, they was crying and weeping because of what they heard. They heard it. They started crying. They started weeping. They started complaining. They started murmuring. All right? Now, they didn't validate whether it was true or not. They reacted based on what they believed that was spoken to them by somebody else. Oh. They, did, they, did, they, didn't, they didn't go, they didn't go and, and look for anything. Man, watch this. If what they say ain't true. They didn't none of them say that, except for Joshua and Caleb. No, what they did, they said, well, you know, the leader said it, so that's just what it is. And now watch this. Not only did the leaders die in the wilderness, all of those that believe what they said died what? This is why Jesus said the, the ones who lead the blind and the ones who follow the what? Blind. They all wind up in the what? Ditch. You got it? There's no difference. The destination is always the same what? Place. You got it? And it's amazing, man. And this is why I tell folks. I mean, I, I mean, listen, man, listen. <laughs> I may be a lot of things, but I'm not spiritually ignorant. 
You got it? And I look at some of y'all comments on Facebook. And I don't care how much you hoop, do this, and do whatever you do. I can look at what comes out of your mouth, and I know what you really believe. That's why I told you some of y'all just need to get off. No, you just need to get off. I, I, I look at your comment. I look, I, I, I look at them. Some stuff jump off, and then you react. I mean, you fire off, you say this, you say that, you say, I'm like, ho, 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 ho. What do they really believe? They really believe it. That's why they, that's why they putting all that gobbledygook out there. And it's amazing. Folk that's supposed to be leaders. Leading what? Because if somebody following you, based off all that mess you saying, I know where they're going to be in the ditch. Just like you. Don't let your mouth line up with anything that is contrary to what God said. I don't care who it come from or I don't care who said it. It is contrary to truth. And the church, I don't know why the church ain't getting this. You wonder why you still in the ditch. You still in the ditch because you believe a lie. Stop believing a lie. What did God say about your situation? In every situation, this is what you got to ask yourself a question. What did God say? And what God said is true. Romans. Romans 10. I know. I know. It's, it's one of them lessons. Got some fish cleaning going on. Jump, I'm cleaning live fish, not dead. <laughs> Romans 10, verse 16. Y'all got it? But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For his eyes, so Isaiah said, Lord, watch this, who had believed, come on, our report. Ho, ho, ho. So you mean that there can be different reports? So watch this, just because you get a report, it doesn't mean it's God's report. Man, this is good. Just because... See, the devil, listen, the devil, he'll give you whatever kind of report you will take. But what I got to, what, this is what I got to do. In the face of receiving the report, I got to look at the report and say, that ain't mine. See, that's way, okay, that's way the rubber, this is, this is faith. This is, where the, this is where the rubber beats the road. When you get the report, you see what the report says. And then, watch this, the report triggers no action from you because you don't believe it. Are y'all getting this? See, because now watch this. If you get that report and you read that report and you start flinching, and it starts triggering a a response out of you, you know why? Because you believe it. So I got to be able to look at the report that is contrary to what God has told me and look at it and say, that ain't mine. Why? Because I have the what? Truth. And this is where, this is where, this, listen, this is, like, y'all, dog, this, this is real Christianity. This is what makes us a peculiar people. It don't make you a peculiar people because you da 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 What makes you a peculiar pe- person is because, watch this, in the midst of adversity, you don't flinch. Because I know what God said. And seeing this, what they, listen, this what has to start happening in the church. I didn't say it wasn't fact. Y'all know it's the difference between fact and truth. Right? A fact is, okay, truth is, that don't matter. <laughs> I heard what you said. I, I, I know I heard it. You got it. But that ain't mine. And see, and you can't fake this. This is why I told folks you got to be in church. You can't fake it. When doctors give me and Chris negative reports about our kids, first thing we say, uh uh-uh, wrong person. That doctor looked at me like I was crazy. I was just getting in the word. 
Me and Chris went home. We didn't call her mama, didn't call my mama. We found out what the word says, and we said, that's what we believe. Now, watch it, and we ain't talking about it no more. Now, now, seriously, y'all, y'all, why everybody want to talk about everything? What, why you want to talk about everything? You got it? No, what are you going to believe? Because now here's the problem. There's going to become a day of testing for all of us. Not, not some of us, all of us. Every last one of us are going to be tried based off what we say we believe. You got it? Now, when the try, when the trying start, you got it, how you react is going to determine what you really believe. I don't care what you told everybody else and what you were quoting on Facebook. You got it? Now, now, what are you saying now? What are you saying when everything in your life is contrary to what God says? 